Welcome to Navigate the Day, a podcast where I share my personal journey of Stoic journaling. For 365 days, I will be exploring the teachings of Stoicism and how they can be applied to my daily life. This podcast is for anyone looking to find peace, happiness, and fulfillment in their lives. Join me on this journey as I navigate the ups and downs of life and strive to live with purpose and wisdom. Hello, friend, and welcome to Navigate the Day. It's December 1st, 2023. That means that we're starting the month of meditation on mortality. And that falls under the discipline of will. Our episode today is 335. Pretend today is the end. Thank you for joining me on this journey of Stoic journaling and self-discovery. We are in the final month of the year, and I'm still undecided as to whether or not I'm going to continue this podcast once the new year begins. And if I do, if I keep the same format or not. With that being said, I'll jump into our quote for today. Let us prepare our minds as if we'd come to the very end of life. Let us postpone nothing. Let us balance life's books each day. The one who puts the finishing touches on their life each day is never short of time. Seneca, Moral Letters, 101.7b through 8a. In this passage, Seneca advises a proactive approach to life. He encourages us to mentally prepare as if each day were our last, urging us to engage in self-reflection regularly. The metaphor of balancing life's books implies a thorough examination of one's actions and priorities. By doing this daily, we stay attuned to our goals, virtues, and the transient nature of life. The idea is that by consistently assessing and refining our lives, we make the most of our time and are better prepared for whatever may come. It reflects Stoic principles of mindfulness, self-awareness, and a focus on the present. So that led us to today's journal prompt. If I lived today as if it were my last, what would I do? If I were to truly live today like it were my last, I wouldn't be concerned about the things I've been stressing about over the last 6 to 12 months, that's for sure. Spending time connecting with those I care deeply for would be my top priority. And thankfully, I get that opportunity on almost a daily basis. In the past, I misinterpreted the meaning of living each day as if it's my last. I was hedonistic when it came to my pursuits. I was driven by immediate gratification and happiness. Anyone that has lived that way longer than they should can attest to how hollow of an existence this can be. Constantly chasing the next dopamine hit is what led me to spending every evening blacking out at the bars often followed by an after-party at my house, 
because I couldn't handle or stand being alone. It's pretty clear that I was living a destructive life, not understanding what things really matter to me. Today, I actually did get to do what I would have wanted to had this been my last day in this world. It might sound dumb given the circumstances, but I went to dinner with Sunflower tonight, before she went to her best friend's house for the rest of the night. I know how foolish I sound going to dinner with my ex when she has moved on to a new guy. I'm totally fine with being dumb in this case. I still love her, deeply and fully, despite how things are turning out. And I think part of the reason is I was able to accept how our relationship started. And even with all the misunderstandings and mistakes made, I still feel for her. I still fell for her. That realization made me understand just how in love with this woman I am. I wouldn't have been able to forgive someone else. And honestly, not everything was something she should have to apologize for. Because I was the one putting up walls and not being open or vulnerable with her. Even knowing that I had stronger feelings for her than I led her to believe. I lost track of my priorities leading up to my relationship ending. Family, that's what I had set as my priority. And after a while, I stopped reminding myself of that. I only really included my siblings, my mom, my best friend, and Sunflower in that priority. Chosen family is what matters to me. Like I said, my vision for creating the connections and family feeling I wanted fell apart when I did. I let other stresses and negative emotions overshine the fulfilling aspects of my life. I put more emphasis on things like my dissatisfaction with my job, when in reality, it provides me the means to look after myself and others, and I should be grateful that I have it in the first place. My fixation landed on finances too heavily again, and I think this is a big part of why my mental health has been taking a hit. Had I been more rational with my decisions, I wouldn't have added so much unnecessary stress when I already felt like I was barely keeping my, rela my relationships and well-being afloat. Now, where things stand, I have to sh shift my priorities a bit, or at the very least, remove sunflower from them. And this sounds like hell to me. On a more inner and personal level, I woke up early enough to have time with myself before I started my day, and looking inward instead of reacting to stimuli, events, or people that seek my attention. Some necessary, and others not so much. Part of my morning routine, which I usually uphold, is drinking at least one cup of coffee. With that first cup, I use an app on my phone called Balance. It has guided meditations as well as lessons about how to meditate better. I've been using a single that pairs with a brewed beverage in the morning. This has been immensely helpful in grounding myself as best as I can right now, as well as set an attention to go into my day with. I've kept this up for almost 30 days straight now. I think it's helping a bit. Don't get me wrong, I'm still sad, crying daily, 
However, in those 5 to 15 minutes, depends on what I choose, are calm. I'm practicing awareness, and I feel like it improves my day on some level most of the time. That, and it helps me appreciate the small things. I've started enjoying my coffee so much more after being consistent with these mindful meditations added. It's suggested that living today like it's my last means getting my affairs in order and making sure my jobs are done. In a very practical sense, I went to work today, and I did my duties fully and with pride. I didn't complain, and I was productive and busy. I only had a half day, but a lot was accomplished before I left. I'm happy with that. Living each day as if it's my last is not about indulging in reckless behavior or neglecting my responsibilities. Instead, it's about approaching every task and interaction with a sense of purpose and gratitude. By being fully present and focused in the moment, I can bring my best self to each situation, making the most of the time I have. I took a lot of my day on with this in mi- with these in mind. And I think that means that I'm making progress, even if it doesn't exactly feel like it. Compared to where I was with my feelings about work in previous seasons of my life, I would say I'm doing much better now. All in all, focusing on the present moment has been a great way to cope with my anxiety and uncertainty about the future. I'm glad I was able to do most of what I would if I knew that I wouldn't wake up tomorrow. Living with the mindset of cherishing cherishing each moment brings a sense of fulfillment and joy I wasn't keen to earlier in life. It reminds me to appreciate the simple pleasures, such as the warmth of the sunlight on my skin, a cup of coffee early in the morning, or the sound of laughter shared with loved ones. Embracing this mentality helps me to let go of worries that run rampant in my mind. Instead, prioritizing my happiness and the meaningful connections in my life. Although the future remains uncertain, I find solace in knowing that I intend on making the most of the time I have been given. So on that note, I'm going to wrap things up for today so I can continue doing what's essential to me. I'm eager to learn more about myself and others, as well as develop new or unused skills along the way. I hope that I get more opportunities to show my gratitude and appreciation to those I love, and I need to remain patient as I progress, remembering that all things in life do take time. I enjoy journaling like this as it helps me to reflect daily, and I recommend everyone journal for a while at least. I feel good about getting these thoughts out, even when it is difficult or feels unhelpful. So thank you for taking the time to listen to me ramble. Stay safe, and until next time, I wish you the best, and know you can handle the worst. Peace and love, friend.